you know what? Here's the thing. Wherever you go, if you make the best out of it, then it's going to be the best for you. got a mic this is this is the mic i've been using for a couple of pot like kemarin tuh aku sempat pakai ini dari episode oh. 2 guys rachel i can see rachel's mic <laughs> i got a mic guys <laughs> i've like for the first like for the intro on the first episode i was using my headphones mic and it was just not yeah. it that was not it yeah but that was not it yes <laughs> my, my mic wasn't wasn't it as well at the time But yours sounded much better than mine, so that's fine. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. You're back listening to Heart to Hearts podcast, hosted by Verena Aurelia and Rachel Yanto. Yes. Yeah, Woo-hoo. that that clap really loud. I'm sorry for headphone users. That was like a hot minute. You know, it's been a hot minute since we posted anything on It our has, Instagram yeah. or our um, um, Spotify. Yeah, we've had some. Um, issues along the way but we're back now and we're good and we're ready to talk about things that define our generation and what makes our generation our generation mm-hmm. i have repeated that phrase too many times over the past minute but i just have a question for you rachel what's up because i'm genuinely genuinely curious okay what's up what's your screen time like phone screen Ooh, time today okay I don't know about today because I resetted my phone like a while back. But I I remember like my average screen time is about three hours and a half ish. Mm-hmm. Like ever since I bad. yeah ever since uh, I got back to Jakarta, it's I think my phone time has de- decreased like quite significantly. I would say if I dare say anyway, but yeah, about three hours. I think the worst I've gone was about twelve hours. Yeah, I've yeah. I've gotten 12 hours ago. That was that was one of my worst. That was literally the peak of quarantine where school was totally online. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, what else could you do when you're stuck in a house? I mean, I've got housemates and we were like cooking and stuff like that. But other than that, I was literally looking at my laptop, either, either like doing my uni work or whatever I had to do on my laptop. And I was like on my phone. I was on TikTok. That was like peak TikTok hours yes, for me. Peak was TikTok literally hours. quarantine. I was like, I could not stop scrolling on that app. It got pretty bad. But now it's gone down because, thank God, like Sydney's slightly going back to normal. So we're out and about and doing stuff. That's good. That's unlike good. before, still with like social distancing and wearing masks and stuff. And you girl got a job, so she's doing that now. Yeah, you girl also got an hustle. internship, so she's doing Whoa, that now. I didn't know um, about the internship. I've got this. What? I do. Yeah, I I'm interning at like a mental health constitution here, What? which is pretty cool. Really? Which is something I've always wanted to do. Dang. Yeah. Um, congrats! Congrats! And thank you. And I'm doing that. I'm doing music, and so I don't, you know, my screen time has decreased. Thankfully, because of all these things that I have mm-hmm, to do, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not on there as much, and you know. But I do know. Do you put a like? You know how you can put a like a lock, like a timer, not lock. It's like, like some sort of timer yeah, yeah, on, apps, on like Instagram. Right? Yeah, I don't. Do you do that? I don't. I don't as well. But I know friends who do. Yeah, I think I don't put a timer on any of the apps that I frequently use because. I don't tend to spend so much time on them anyway. Like, like for mm-hmm. example, on Instagram, yeah. 
like I know a lot of people that spend so much time on Instagram. Like they're mostly on Instagram, like yeah, like on a big part of their day. But I'm not really like that. I guess most of the time. But there are days where I just spend like a lot of my day on Instagram. Or um, actually, back when I was still in Seattle, I think about like early lockdown, maybe around March and mm-hmm. April to April. I spent like quite a few days on TikTok, and I did not realize how much time has passed on TikTok. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah, you'd really it don't. It feels really like don't. I've spent like 15 minutes on the app, but really it's been like three hours. And I, when I look at the clock, mm. I'm like, wow, it's like, it's been that long since I've been on TikTok. But yeah. generally, I'm not a very mm, app. Ad- I don't. I, I wouldn't say addicted, but I'm not very addicted? app heavy. Sorry, there was a mosquito. There's a mosquito, guys. Yeah, I saw a mosquito. Rachel's room. Give her a second. Well, I'm back. I'll I'll look I'll look for it. Wow. But anyway, I wouldn't say that I'm very app dependent, I guess. Oh yeah, app dependent. Yeah, app dependency. I would say like I, I'm not very app yeah. dependent, so I'm not very dependent on TikTok or on Instagram. But I do yep. spend like a portion of my day on those uh, on Instagram. But it's not like a big yeah. amount of time, but it's like clustered throughout the day. I would say mm-hmm. I'm not a very big TikTok person. Like I enjoy looking at other people's TikToks, but I don't make TikToks, and I'm not always on TikTok. You know, like it's a yeah. it's a mood to go on TikTok. Like oh, I yeah. feel like I want to look at TikTok, and um, there pass are yeah, just to like pass time, and there's very good content on yeah. TikTok. Yeah, but so many creative people. Yeah, so many creative people, but I'm not really like into the app. I mostly see TikTok on on my explore page on Instagram. Oh, and then yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then I I was like, oh, it's a TikTok, so yeah. Okay, here's another question that I want to uh, ask you. If you were to choose ten things to take with you to a deserted island, what would you bring? Things, including like people, or just strictly objects? Just strictly objects. Okay. Um, ten. All right, let me list. Things down. I would take my phone. Okay. Um, portable chargers. Mm-hmm. Chargers. Mm-hmm. My laptop. Okay. Um, my instruments. My keyboard. My guitar. <laughs> uh, my mic. Okay. Um, so you know, a deserted island's got some vibes. I can write some music uh-huh, there, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> And then I'd probably take my pillow because I like to sleep. Uh huh. Um, a comfy blanket. And did I mention everything that's on the table? And a cup and pe- like stationaries and like a notebook. Okay, I think here's where you and I are different. I would actually <laughs> to like a deserted island. I would not take my phone with me. Honest to God, I would not take my. Why? Phone. What if you're like only half dead and you're like oh, I need to tell somebody that I'm half. Only because like you know I'm I'm already in a des- on a deserted island. You know like. It's deserted Wait. for a reason. Okay, you didn't mention if there was gonna be what data or like what? signal or not. If <laughs> there said... isn't, then I say no because Holy... there'd be Wait, no wait. use hold of up, it there. Shut. Hold it, hold it. When I what said kind de- of deserted island are you talking like, about? Like the deserted island you would see on a movie. That's deserted. Like nothing. Okay, then exclude my phone. Yeah. Um, see, that's why I was like, you want to. There'll be no phone. use for my phone anyway. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Got. I get what you mean now. Yes. I thought you know. A deserted island, like a couple 
meters away from like a city <laughs> might have some signal there <laughs> that I can use to reach some people if I'm mm-hmm. half dead. Yeah, but gotcha, yeah. I'll just bring my laptop for recording music laptop. purposes. You'll get some very aesthetics. Um, yeah, but probably not my phone if there's no signal. Cause mm-hmm. then I'd, I mean, without signal, we wouldn't be able to do anything on our phones anyway. Right? Right. Like, what can you do? Literally nothing. I mean... E- like, everything else that I can do, I can do on my laptop. That's why I'm bringing my laptop. Hmm. Okay, but then, like, on a deserted island, like there wouldn't be any electricity so you'd be like a modern caveman or woman you know i am caveman <laughs> i'm cave woman <laughs> sorry sorry my housemates just like saying that and i was stuck in my head oh no okay um i actually honest wait wait honestly i don't know where i was going with that question <laughs> home <laughs> i was like rachel was like give me a second i have a question i was like okay this can be juicy and she's like what are 10 things you're gonna bring to a deserted island? I have no idea I'm like, where I'm going with this oh. question. But I just wanted to see, I just wanted to hear your answer, honestly. Yeah. Because I'm pretty surprised that you what's, said What's four. yours? What's your 10? Okay, my 10. This is under, under the circumstance that there's no data, no signal, no, signal, yeah. no, no electricity whatsoever, okay? Okay, so these, these 10 things we would put on like a backpack, right? On a camping backpack. So it'd be pretty big. I'd yeah, bring a blanket. I'd bring like a yeah. tiny pillow for sure. Um, yeah, I'd bring batteries, flashlight, yep. a pocket knife, mm-hmm. maybe maybe a knife, but you know, a pocket knife. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I'd bring. Uh, what else would I bring? Sounds like Rachel's there to defend herself. I'm there to I make mean, music. I mean, I <laughs> mean, <laughs> you could be the one making music, and I'd defend you whatsoever. But listen, I'd, yeah, you're I on mean, a I can ask, Bring cash so you can pay me for entertainment. That I just came out you? really wrong. I'm I sorry. What? <laughs> Where is this guy? Hold up. This is like a big diversion Never from mind. our original topic. Wait, how many items was that? Yeah. That was six. That was six. What else would I yeah. bring? Got four more. I'd bring like an empty... I'd bring a water bottle. <gasps> bring a water bottle. Damn it. I'm yeah. <laughs> bring a water bottle. You're right. What else would I bring? Oh my god. Bring, you know that like thing... I don't know if you have it in America, but I think you do. It's like an earthquake. It's like um, oh, an earthquake. I don't know quit? if you have it in America, but like <laughs> an, an earthquake, earthquake kit. kit. So yeah. you have like, yeah, like canned food and like all this in like a box. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd bring one of those. I'd bring one of those. Yeah, like an earthquake. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's an earthquake thing. What? So that would count as? So that would count as like one thing? Yeah, because it's. <laughs> <in the box. laughs> so fine, fine. I'd put it. We're cheating our own rules here. <laughs> Um, I, what else would I bring? I'd bring a hat, maybe? And I'd bring hairbands. Oh, headphones. No, like hairbands. You can listen to my music. No, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, you're already singing there anyway, so why would I need to bring Oh, that's true, right? damn it, yeah. Damn it, that's right, yeah. I'd bring hairbands, because I need it. Got long hair, probably gonna be I need it. Hot. Yeah. 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 I'd probably steal some of yours. I'd bring like a whole pack, you know. List. Yeah. Yeah. But I honestly didn't know where I was going with the question. <gasps> you know, you know what's something super Indonesian that I would bring? Indomie. No, what? a mosquito racket. <gasps> no, I'd bring a mosquito <laughs> repellent. What's that? What's that bread? I'd bring a racket no, 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 so I can get bread? some exercise in. What's that? I got. No, no, the, the one we use as lotion, mosquito repellent oh. lotion. What's that brand? Oh, oh, it's the Kaladin. Bu- Kaladin can buat. 
Ini. But they have, they have mosquito repellents as well. What? Wait, I don't know what you're talking about though. Oh my god, what was that thing um, called? Oh my god, it's, uh, in, my, it's, it's in the front. It's, of, I can't read right it. It's on top. Give of me a second. Give me a second. Give what me a second. It? Um, fell. Saw fell, right? No? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like... fell, right? It had like a chemically orangey scent, you know. They usually come in yeah. sachets, like plastic yeah, 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 sachets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever I'd go camping or I'd be on like a church retreat, I would bring that everywhere with me and, and have so much. Cause I'm the type of person that wakes up so easily. So whenever I hear like a mosquito, I'm just like awake and I'm annoyed and I can't sleep as peacefully as I did before. So. I'd always have that on with me. And then, you know what? When I'm on like trips like that, like retreats, um, I'd usually like uh, put my earphones on, but I wouldn't like plug it to like my phone. So I just sleep with like earphones on to like prevent any mosquitoes from ever getting near my ear. <gasps> I'd be too scared to get electrocuted. I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> my parents used to scare me a lot because like they know I'm a huge like music fan so they were like don't use it while sleeping because you're gonna get electrocuted and you know how like um parents think whatsapp is like uh, yeah they just get all WhatsApp their facts university. from there and all the and all the yeah whatsapp university um don't blame them but um yeah I just got too traumatized by that topic yes now let's go back to phone dependency um, okay, out of all the apps that you have on your phone, what are your top five most used apps or most top essential a- apps? Yeah. Essential? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one for me has got to be Spotify. Yes. That counts as an app, right? Yeah. One. Spotify. Um, second, probably Instagram. Okay. Third. I'm rating this from like most used to least used, by the way. Uh, TikTok, because I'm pretty, mm-hmm. pretty on there on TikTok. Um, fourth, I feel like let me open my app. Oh, WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that one. Yeah, to stay in t- touch with my family, and then I'm on Twitter as well, and then I'm on Messenger for like university group works and stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's probably gonna be my top five. I think mine would have to be. Mine would have to be. I'm not rating this based on usage, but it's just my most essential yeah. apps. Um, yeah. For sure, WhatsApp. Um, yeah. Spotify. Uh, I'd put... I think I'd put Gmail in there. Oh, does that kind of count as an app? Because I'd put that one in there as well. I don't know. Does it... It, it would count as an app. It's I don't Gmail, it Google Mail. It, it is an app. Mm. It is an app. But I use it more online than I do on my phone. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Um, oh, this is actually Instagram? pretty tough. No, I'd actually put... I don't think I'd put Instagram or TikTok as an essential oh, app sen- for me. Uh, mine was most used, guys. Essentials oh. going based off um, essentials. Yeah. What else? I feel like, like an app for reading books would be an essential for me. Because I love reading. Oh my god, I'm actually on Pinterest quite a lot. Me too! Me too! Yeah, ever so Pinterest since, would be in there. Yeah, ever since quarantine, I'd been on Pinterest a lot. Yeah, yeah, same, 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 same. I've ha- I have like different mood boards for different things now. Yeah. 
I think the reason why I don't want to put Instagram as an essential app, although, disclaimer, I do use it quite often. Like, I post stories. Yeah. I look at other people's stories. I'm usually, like, um, I'm aware. aware of what's going on on Instagram. And that's how you usually get news these days. Yeah. The yeah. reason why I don't put it on my list is because I feel like although Instagram does have its advantages, it is also a very toxic place for me. Hmm. The reason why I don't put Instagram on my list of essential apps is because I find it a rather toxic place. Although yeah. um, a lot of activities happen in there. Like when I was in Permias, we relied on um, Instagram a lot. As like a marketing tool, yeah. and now our podcast is marketed through the uh, through Instagram, and it might be like yeah. a bit contradictive, but um, the reason why I don't put it in there is because it's toxic. I feel like sometimes like you just need a break from Instagram or any sort of like social media yeah. app because yeah. um, when I go on Instagram and when I'm really on it, like at that time of the day, I feel kind of bad about myself, you know. And I I tend to compare myself a lot to other people. Though I feel that it used to be a lot worse when I was younger. Now, I'm trying to tone it down a lot more. I was literally about to say that. Holy, holy. I was literally about to say that. But yeah, like, um, as I'm growing, as I'm spending a lot more time at home and usually on my phone or on my laptop, um, I'm trying to tone Mm. it down so much more. And I'm just, I don't consciously limit myself on opening Instagram, but I'm just like, eh, I don't really need to look at it, you know? I don't really need to yeah. be on it. So, like, I'll go, like, open the app whenever I feel like it, but it's not a necessary thing for me to open it every day, you know? I I think there are times when I go, like, days without going on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I find it really awesome that a lot of people share big parts of their lives or even the smallest parts of their lives on Instagram. But um, too, for me personally, too much of that, uh, how would you say it? It kind of doesn't really help me, you know, with my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So I am not actually, like, as I said, I'm not dependent on the app. And I think yeah. it's a choice. And I, a lot of people lately have been going on, like, an Instagram cleanse. I have a friend who went on a yeah. phone cleanse for a whole month. Like, she just went MIA, like, WhatsApp. Uh, Messenger, um, Snapchat, Instagram, all that. And I knew that she went on a phone cleanse, but I didn't know that she went on it for a month. So I re- I got really worried and yeah. I started texting her like, where are you? Like, are you okay? Like, do you need help? Stuff like that. But yeah. after when, when her phone cleanse period was done, I asked her about it, right? Like, how do you feel like after the cleanse? Yeah. And she f- said she felt great, like better than ever, you know? And yeah. I think yeah. the level of toxicity for social media depends on the individual. Depends what you follow, yeah. what you see, and what you choose to follow. Because I feel like, um, yeah, yeah, like you said, it differs for people. And for me, because I, you know, I do have to market myself mm-hmm. for my music on Instagram. I have to keep, you know, kind of like be active more than I would if you know I, I wasn't doing anything um in the entertainment business but since i am i kind of have to 
you know, that's where my portfolio is at. That's where people are going to find me. That's where, you know, all that stuff is going to go down. And especially with heart to heart as well, um, managing different accounts can be pretty um, frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I've, yeah, like Rachel said, I think we grew up with a different type and different kinds of influencers than they have now. Back then, they weren't called influencers. They weren't paid to do ads on social media. They were there for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up with um, Bethany Moda. Oh, yeah. Zoella. Yeah, yeah. Alfie Day, Thatcher Joe, Casper Lee. Um, you know, the British YouTubers, Sidemen, and um, oh, my God, uh, Wasabi Production. Oh, yeah. Rolanda. Yeah, yeah. And, and, um, Wong Fu Productions and as well. Oh, Jubilee. God. Yeah. Oh my God. Laura DIY. My life is evil. Yeah. Yeah. Like we grew up with those. What you know when it was literally, 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 literally just for yeah. fun, and nothing else. Cancel culture didn't exist. Everything was nice. You know, it was nice to look at things like that and look at other accounts and be inspired by other accounts. I think that's really, really cool. Um. And now it's kind of turned into this whole thing where people make millions and millions and millions off of marketing something yeah. through social media. And that's how people get big and like dancers, whatever you're, whatever you're, you know, talented at, it's so easy to just blow mm-hmm. up overnight. Yeah. Um, and I think it's Instagram started getting really toxic for me until I moved to Australia and they, We don't have likes here on our Instagram, which is really, really, really nice. And I feel like I love it. I love, I absolutely love it. Wait, you don't have, you don't, you can't see the number of likes on your post on us in Australia? No, which I love. Really? I love it. Is it, is Instagram like region specific with their updates or? I think so. Like, I think for this one, they've rolled it out in Australia and I don't know where else, but they definitely have it here. I can see the number of likes on my own post, but not on anyone oh. else's. Oh, that 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 has helped me so so oh, much. Oh, okay, okay. Like it's not about yeah. So now I'm not thinking about like I don't care, you know. And I I don't know why I used to care. I probably shouldn't have either. But having it not be there at all is just really wow. helpful because I'm not comparing myself essentially to anybody yeah. else. And I love it. I love it. I I'm literally I love it. I can't stress wow. this enough. I, I know about like rumors of the updates where um, you can't see the number of likes on your post and on other people's posts, but I didn't know that I they actually went through with it. They did. It's here. Oh, because like and when I, I was in it. the U, when I was still in the US, like whenever I had an Instagram update, it was like never anything really major, I guess you can say. Yeah. Okay, side note the one thing that I hate no not hate but the one thing i don't like about using instagram in indonesia is that you can't use instagram music Mm, yeah (laughs) yeah yeah you can only share music through like spotify or apple music and usually like if you're um if the song that you're about to share has like those like well on spotify it's called spotify play so when you share it on instagram they you actually have like the the animation the play on spotify yeah the animation yeah but other than that, like, the people that look at your stories can't even listen to the song. And I can't listen to yeah. the songs that pe- um, 
people post on people Instagram, post. but where they're posting it from is like from the yeah. US or from Australia or wherever. So I'm just like, uh, yeah. at first I was kind of really pissed about it, but then I was actually, I actually mm-hmm. did research why it is that way. Yeah. And I found out that um, it might be because Instagram does not have like a license to publish music on their app in Indo yet. That's why. Oh, it probably costs a lot to buy the rights. To I guess, those. I guess, yeah. So that's probably why like we can't really listen to music shared on Instagram unless you actually record the song as a video. <laughs> but that take like too much effort. So I was like, you know what? I want to share music. And if people can't hear it, that's a big shame. But I'm putting it out there, you know? Like music that I like. Yeah, yeah might as well, well, you know. You know, like it's really helped me so, so much. Like, because I feel like I used to compare... Cause I mean I post like my music and stuff and like covers and stuff and I've you know I've, I have friends who do the same and sometimes it just kind of sucks when you put out like a cover of a song and then somebody else puts a cover on a song and then like they've got like much more yeah likes. I know true <laughs> um and then it's it it's just kind of like now that I can't even see how many likes I have it's just kind of like yeah I mean you do you I do me and it's a more personal feel like I I I don't remember. Actually, I do, but like, it's it's been it's just been so long that I've gone without seeing how many likes other people have gotten. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like it's in the back of my head now. It's not really something that I'm very concerned mm-hmm. about, because I know that if if I well at least for my friends here, I know if that if I can't see the number of likes on theirs, they can't see mine either, mm-hmm. and that somehow is another level of comfort for me. Um, and just kind of knowing that no one, like, what are likes for in the first place? You know, you end up comparing yourself to other people and it's just not healthy. And I think um, the, the, the influencer generation that we have right now, the, you know, the generation that my sister is like looking up to, Charlie D'Amelio, like Addison Ray, <laughs> you know, people like that. Um, you know, huge props to them that they're making use of their talent and doing it at least, uh, you know, up until now, like in a positive light and stuff like that. But it's just so different than what I grew yeah. up with. I, you know, when, when we grew up, there wasn't really a lot of exposed diversity on these platforms. Like trying to look for a role model on social media was really tough. Where now it's like, you can see who's good and who's bad. It's super easy. It's like easy as one, two, three. Like just right yeah. away. Yeah. And it used to take, you know, which is really hard to find someone to look up to when we first got on social mm-hmm. media. And um, there's pros and cons, I think, growing up with this era of gen- like of influencers and the era that we grew up in. But what I loved about ours is that nobody cared about likes and yeah. about how many followers you had or no one really got like no one really brought out cakes to celebrate one million followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no one no one celebrates a number of following. It's just, hey guys, thank you for blah blah followers and let's get on with today's video. You know, just it's just stuff like that. It's just really chill and it's like get ready with me videos, how to curl your mm-hmm. hair and you know, those things just don't exist anymore. And I kinda of feel bad for my like the younger generation that they didn't get to experience that. You know, they they're growing up with 15 year olds who look older than me yep 
right now. You know what yep. I mean? And you know how much pressure that is to put on like a kid? Yeah. To think that, oh my God, she's 15. And when I'm 15, I have to look like that. Like it's not, it's not a healthy mindset mm-hmm. to get your children. Oh, for sure. But, you know, every generation has their own struggles and maybe that's theirs. Um, good luck with that though. <laughs> it's going to be hard. But, you know, as, as I'm talking right now, it's just kind of like I try to, I don't know. I mean, I have a sister who's like 10 years younger than I am. So I really try and tell her like, you know, that's not what reality is. That's that's not reality at all. Um, and you and your friends are what's reality. I, I am reality. I didn't look like that when I was 50. Yep. And literally look at pictures of me when I was 50. I had braces. I had like curtain bangs that weren't really curtain bangs. It was, I, don't I had full on bangs. I had like Dora bangs. Oh, I think oh I, I think I did see. I think I see. I, I had your Dora bangs. I had like the biggest glasses, and I had braces. Oh, I had glasses. And yeah, that's I right. had like a weird yeah. ass smile. I mean, no, it was weird because it was really awkward and it was forced. So that's why I say it's weird. Yeah, because you you have braces. Uh, after a while, I got really comfortable, so I started smiling like how I usually smile. You know, like when I usually smile, it's always like full on teeth, like big smile, like ee, like. Yeah. Anyway, um. Yeah, a uh, side story. I actually wore braces twice. <gasps> I wore braces twice. So I wore them uh, 6th grade through middle of 7th, maybe. Mm. Or maybe 8th, until the 8th grade. I took them off. And you know how you're supposed to use uh, retainers Retrainers! all the time? I mean, not all the time, but at least like when you're yeah. asleep, you have to use them, right? And I did for yeah. like 3 months, and then I stopped using them, and then my teeth just got all messed up again. And my mom was like... <sighs> you know, like the biggest sigh ever. She was like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, <sighs> I do. yeah, I do. Like, are you serious? And then a couple of years yeah. afterwards, she put me on braces again. And then the same thing happened again. Yeah. And I, and now my teeth are just like, well, they're not that bad, but they're not perfect. Yeah, you that, know? yeah, they're not as yes. what it should be either. Mine is the same. Sometimes I use my retainers. Sometimes I just yeah. get and just go to sleep. And it's like, uh but I know I probably should. Oh my god, you just gave me like further inspiration to wear my retainers again. <laughs> but anyway, something with the current generation that I don't like, especially with how little children are brought up nowadays, is that um, they are given their own iPads or electronic tablets. Mm. And I really yep. don't like that. I think it's be- I know it's because that... I think it's because we've experienced what it's like to not yeah. have that and be able to go exactly. out and have fun. And when I was growing up, and I think a major part, a majority of us, when we were growing up, we relied so much more on like toys, building blocks, Legos, TV shows, like and iconic stim- ones. Just stimulating Stimulating things, things yes. And um, yeah. things were actually good, that, that were like good quality yes. things. With yes. good morals and good lessons behind them. I say it, like, I, I really... I really don't like it when I see little mm-hmm. children having their own tablets, like, because I know what it up. was like for me growing up without one. I know what it's like for every other person out there my age or even older to grow up without one, you know? I have a yeah. brother that's 13 years un- younger than I am, and yeah. uh, he does have his own tablet, right? And I think he had that from, yeah. like, uh, maybe when he was... I don't know. I think he was still pretty young. Maybe three? I don't know. But yeah. Uh, now, because he's uh, 
starting school. He's in he's in the first grade. He just entered first grade. A lot of his school activities are online, right? All of them actually, mm-hmm. and he relies on his tablet to actually do his stuff, upload his work. But other than that, he uses it to play so much games and watches so many YouTube videos. And a lot of the YouTube videos that he watches are mostly about like games or like cartoons. But even though the video that he's watching is from a channel that's predominantly producing content with children. Sometimes yeah. these videos say like, um, I wouldn't say rude words. Well, maybe for us it's not that rude, but for children like him, I'd consider it rude. You know? Yeah. Like saying, same, same here. "What the heck?" or "What the hell?" or "Crap?" or you know stuff like that. And yeah, because he's exposed to a lot of that on YouTube. And especially now, like I feel like children nowadays are much more. What would you say, like? Woke. Um, they're a lot more vocal, I guess. Maybe they're a lot more vocal. Like my brother learned a lot of his like vocabulary from YouTube, from like videos, yeah, same, like singing, vi- singing videos, you know, stuff like that. And like when he n- notices something on YouTube and he thinks it's like funny. Or he thinks it's okay. He would say it in front of us, and we would be like, "Where did you learn that from?" You know, and I yeah. really don't like that because I can't Same. always, or my parents can't always like block every single channel that produces those kinds of videos because every other channel could produce the same kind of videos that the channel that we blocked. You know. Yeah. And as like someone with a younger sibling, that's like 13 years apart, way way younger. younger. I, sometimes I just want to like take YouTube away from him, you know? And I, and I understand that it's so mean for me to say that because that's where a lot of his entertainment comes from. But it's just like the sheer freedom that you have on YouTube to post anything, anything that you want, I guess you can say. And categorize it in something. Yeah, and I'm not always there to, like, monitor him, you know? Like, what if I'm actually already on my way back to school wherever I'm gonna be, and then I don't see him every day anymore? Uh, I can't always monitor him. Neither can my parents, you know? My dad can't always monitor him. My mom can't always monitor him. The ma- the His nanny can't always monitor him. Stuff like that. So, um, I just hope that... Um, I think the one major hope that I have with my youngest brother and social media is that um, I just hope that platforms like YouTube, um, maybe Instagram, they'll know how to filter it out much better, I guess, or have like some sort of setting where, for example, if parents make like a YouTube account for their children, right? At least like have options where um, you can actually say like, oh, my child is three to six years old or seven to ten years old and then youtube would help like automatically filter out videos that have inappropriate words or content that isn't very agreeable with i guess so i i think that'll be much better i don't know if you can do that now but i know that with iphone uh you can actually like set a timer for like if a child is using the phone you can set a timer you can and like at a certain time of the day like your phone actually just stops 
So I think that's one of the things that I hope for with my brother and with social media as it continues to grow and as he continues to grow. Like what I think, I I think actually no, actually I, I think I did realize it, but it's just come as more of a realization now that we both have younger like much yeah. younger siblings than we are. Like my sister is ten years younger. Your brother is eleven, uh, thirteen years uh-huh. younger than you, and um. Yeah, I think we think the same way because I think we were proper. Well, I wouldn't say I was a teenager when she was born, but you know, you get what I mean. I was mature enough at ten. Preteen, preteen. I would say preteen. That, yeah, like a preteen. Yeah, I think I was like at least you know old enough to understand that you know this is my sister. You know, I wasn't like three when she yeah. was born. I was like yeah. ten, um, and so I think there's that motherly side of us. That's because we were just kind of we just kind of have to have yeah, that. For sure um growing up and stuff because you know your mom thinks like oh you know you're 10 you're old enough to know what your sister can do and cannot do what she can't do and yeah stuff like that and I think yeah what I mean what like what I said before what I feel like I can do now is just assure her and make sure that she knows what's right and what's wrong at least at the very least you know like at this point, I'm really happy that my sister knows what are bad words and what aren't, you know, bad words. And you know what I mean? I'm really happy that she's aware of that at least. And she doesn't use it, um, even though she sometimes, you know, might obviously might come across words like that in like videos and stuff like that. But it's not, she like she knows it's something that she shouldn't say. And I'm really proud that she, she has that awareness of that. Um, and I think, uh, she's pretty woke for her age. For oh, some that's reason. good. That's pretty why. good. But maybe it's because of the exposure yeah, to social like, media. I mean, I and how easy it is to like. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like it's just I just feel safer. Like, I don't have to watch over twenty seven, like twenty four seven. But I like I know that she's, you know, looking for the right things on the internet. And as I'm saying, because I, you know, I I grew up, we grew up at a time where I feel like parents didn't really know what the internet had and what it can give to a child and what it can expose us to at a very early age and i think we were exposed to different things at a very early age and you know i learned a lot from you know what i've experienced on the internet (laughs) um but it's yeah it's probably different for other generations um like the struggles that they deal with the struggles that i deal with yeah what i like about this generation though my like the generation that my sister's growing up with is that anybody can be whoever they want yeah when i was growing up it wasn't that case like you can be from any part of the world and you still can be somebody um like you can be like a size 14 you can be a size 18 and be somebody Mm -hmm. you don't have to be skinny you don't have to weigh a certain a certain amount or blah blah to you know like win a grammy or you know be successful in something like that doesn't define you as a person and i think i'm really happy that at least my sister is growing up with that sort of influence knowing that she can be whoever she wants doesn't matter who she is who she comes like where she comes from and you know whatever body issue she feels like she has or you know stuff like that and um I feel like our generation was partly built on insecurities that we kind of um, jumbled up 
when we first kind of entered the internet, like we see like all these beautiful, beautiful, like influence in, in quotations, influencers and these YouTube people and they're, they have like loads of followings because they're pretty, they, you know, they sing great, they're, you know, they have all these nice things. And I think that's what we grew up with. Um, but yeah, I mean, now that we're older, I just kind of realize that that doesn't really matter in the long run. It's like what you do with the time you have here that can influence other people. That's what matters to me. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. There's pros and cons, like Rachel said. And I think I just stated them. I found like as a kid, probably you feel the same, but as a kid, I found like entertainment in the littlest things. Yes. And what I see from the generation now is that they just get bored really easily if they run out of YouTube videos to watch. Yeah. I found, I found, I count raindrops on my car's window on a road trip. Really? I didn't do that. That's what I did as a kid. And now, hmm. Was I the only one? Oh my god. No, no, no. I, I mean, it's okay. I, <laughs> really I mean, it's crazy. okay. I, but I but, didn't do it. Yeah. But, you know, it's just the stuff like that that keeps me occupied. Like, your my brain is, like, constantly trying to find things to occupy mm. myself as a kid. And, like, like, now I feel like everything's handed to them on a device. Yeah. Anything is yeah. on there. You can find everything on there. And it can keep you occupied for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And, you know, I just feel, yeah. I mean... Every generation is felt different, yeah. I guess. But that was my version of growing up. Whenever I was in the car going somewhere, I loved road trips. I'd usually have music in the background. Mm-hmm, same. Uh, it was either the radio or my iPod. Like I grew up with an iPod, yeah. <laughs> and I'd always like either yeah, be sleeping see. with music on, or I'd actually like look out the window and pay attention to where we were going, which exit we were taking, and. Actually, yeah. I remember um, whenever we'd go to a mall, my dad would always like tell me to remember which area we parked. <gasps> in. Me too. Like what block it is. Yeah. So it became yeah, it became like a natural thing for me up until now. Yeah. So when I was younger, he'd ask me like, yeah, "Hey, yeah. where did we park?" Something like that, and he'd be like, "Oh, like for example, A twenty three, stuff like that." So it did help keep me occupied, and that yeah. habit of just having music in the background like radio or fo- music from your phone now um we grew up with the best music. i yeah i tend to lie. just always like not be on my phone too much whenever i'm in the car i'd always like look out i yeah, know it sounds no, like kind no. of like poetic and scenic but um i'd always like look out the window and per- like just pay attention to where i am you know so i know like oh if i yeah, want to go yeah. to sanayan then i'd have to take this exit if I want to go to Bogor, then I had to yeah. go this exit, you know. So it was pretty easy for me. But yeah. I usually slept yeah. half of the time. I mean, like, you know, second episode things. If you're here from the start, Rachel loves her naps. <sighs> Yo. Bringing that Yo, back up. Yo, naps. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, that's true, though. But I love napping on road trips. Those were the best. And I think, um, I don't know. I, we, I just loved... I don't know. I just loved that we grew up literally in the middle of like a technology boom, but also still get to experience that part of childhood where you just can go outside and play and be okay about it <laughs> you know, and find just entertainment. Those small yeah, I feel pretty bad for children who are born this year. Like for babies yeah, who are born this year because they're they're born in the middle of a pandemic. And although it is a blessing to have a child in a family, for sure. 
but it's just like yeah as yeah, they i sure. think because of covid19 everything is about to change you know how you go to school yeah. uh for kindergarten for elementary for secondary um for like university how higher education, education whatsoever it's gonna be totally different it's gonna be yeah. i mean even ordering food nowadays is completely different you don't have like a physical menu with you anymore yeah whenever i went to a like yeah. every time I go to a restaurant, especially in this, in the middle of like COVID nineteen, um, they'd have a scan a barcode and they'd like it redirect us to like a PDF document of their menu. It it'd be like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you'd have to sign in, put your email in, your phone in. Everything has changed and is about to change, you know. So, I don't know how it'll be in the next year or next two years, next three years, but. I just have, like, a really big, um, sad feeling for children who are born in this period because they might not have the chance to, like, actually experience riding a bike or going to a park, riding a swing, playing in the playground, stuff like that, you know, stuff that we grew up with. Yeah, and, like, stuff that we thought were normal and has been normal since the, <laughs> since mankind was created. And now suddenly it's just kind of like, boom. Yeah, so I I do genuinely hope, sincerely, I pray to God that everything will get better. Yeah. And although it won't return to the way it was before, I hope that this new normal that we are and will be experiencing is better than it was before. Yeah, and I hope that we'll all come out of this period better people. And I think we will, because I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, we all got a chance to actually be stuck with ourselves if that makes sense in this um time and oh my god what is that let's ignore that um but i like that yeah it was like a no choice for anybody you know everybody had to be home everybody had to be with their family everyone had to be or you know on their own and i'm glad that that happened because i truly did find a lot of myself this year you know more than I ever thought I was going to be and you know this year turned out I expected so much from this year because you know like last year everyone was like oh my god 2020 vision so excited and then this happened but I think this is our 2020 vision that this is what it is you know it's not anything big or grand it's just very simple stay at home um you know find out who you really are and I you know now I'm trying I'm beginning to see what the greater power has meant Mm. um for like what he wants us to know and notice because you know ever since we're stuck at home we're exposed to all these problems in the world and you know we're all trying to fix it you know together and i think that's a cool thing i think one of the few common wake-up calls that we have experienced this year is to just appreciate what you have you know whether it be like things that you have materialistically or just people that are still with you right now and i think you really have to learn to cherish every single waking moment that you have with the people you love and really yeah. just be more thankful as an individual you know i think that's a really big wake up call for me too um covid-19 yeah. has taken so many people away from loved ones and although i don't know anyone personally that has been affected by covid i know some of my friends who actually know people who actually got covid and either recovered Mm -hmm. from it or not but i just it's just like 
this world is reminding us to take care of yourself, take care of others, and just take care of the world, you know? Take care of Mother Nature, take care yeah. of your society, take care of... Because it was here first. Yeah, it was here first. <laughs> um, and everything that so we eat we kind of, is yeah. from Mother Nature, you know, from the world. Yeah, and we can't throw anything into outer space, you know? Everything goes back into the Earth, so... Yeah. Gotta take care of that. And, um... I don't know, I feel like this episode just got into, like, a really big, not, like, topic-specific, but more, like, a rounded... Event-specific. We're kind of, like, catching up with each other, like, Brenna and I, and we're also catching kind up of, with Kind of, yeah, guys. which I kind of like. Yeah, because yeah, we haven't talked in... In a, a bit, bit yeah, in a hot minute, but... We've been kind of, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like um, a lot of this year, like, what I've learned was 100% gratefulness like i write journals every day every night um and it definitely has helped if anybody is dealing with anxiety or anything like that try out journaling because it really does help um i know it can be it, it's it, it can be pretty annoying because you have to write something down every day but that's what drives me you know to try and find good in every day even if you had a boring ass day and you were just at home watching netflix you know like sometimes like oh i'm glad that i have a roof over my head i'm glad i have a laptop so i can watch entertaining stuff on and i'm you know it's all about appreciating the littlest things that you wouldn't know that you like absolutely need until you have it taken away from me like from you and i think you know i i plan a lot of things to go <laughs> for this year and i know probably rachel probably has i mean everyone probably has planned a lot of things to do this year um and literally None of it has come to out the window at all. Went out the window. I mean, when I talk, when I say this, I mean the things that I've planned last year. Everything went out the window once you know every you know all this pandemic thing happened. But I think it's a, it's just a matter of trying to turn it around and seeing what you can do with it and what you can do with your ideas and how you can amplify that in a space where you can't really talk about it physically. But you know, you know, this is why this is what's great about podcasts is that Rachel can be on the other side of the world and we still can have an episode out like next week that's I'm grateful for technology about that one and I think journaling it doesn't have to be like specifically like you have to write on a notebook but it can be journaling yeah. however you want it and then I feel like with journaling yeah. um in the next few years, you can always look back to your journal and you could say, like, damn, look how far I've gone. That's what I've been yeah, doing. Yeah, look That's look how I've far I've... Even from this yeah, year. like, look at how yeah, many things like, I've achieved oh my for myself. Look at how far I've grown. Look at how I've been able to, like, hurdle these kinds of problems, you know, etc. A lot of things, you know. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes I'm like, I have a bad, like... I don't know how I'm going to survive this week. I've got to do this. Is, I have this is the submission. And then at the end of the week, I'm like, did it. And it's like another sense of accomplishment when you're actually able to read it out and write it down, like what you've done. And it's kind of like, I feel like I'm the kind of person who thinks that any sort of achievement should be celebrated, no matter how small yes. it is, no matter how small you think it is. I feel like any any achievement you make is worth celebrating because it might be small to other people, it might be small to you yourself, but you achieved something and that's worth celebrating for. So, you know, go go on and do that. And I, you know, coming back to like plans that I throw throughout the window once the pandemic started, 
um, I think this year was more of a step back and see what I truly wanted to do and see what I truly wanted to do with my life. I agree with that. Give me actual time, uh-huh. right? Like give me actual time to think as, as it did with everybody else because this time when I was given time to think, everyone else was thinking as well. It wasn't like I wasn't doing anything and thinking and other people were already doing things. Uh, you know, there was a time early this year when nobody was doing anything really. And, I, you know, that made me feel okay with the given time that I was given to try and think my future through. And I think it came at a good time. Is that controversial for me to say? Like we graduate next year and I think I got, I used up the time to kind of think about, you know, what I really want to do after this and just stuff like that. So, you know, silver lining wise, it was, it was, yeah, I think I put it to good use, I feel like. What Verena said about like just taking a step back and reevaluating what I really want hit home for me because um so when I graduated high school I went to like a a community college where you spend the first two years of university at the college and then um when you end and then you have to transfer to a four year university and actually complete your bachelor's right so I was actually in the middle of um, applying for transfer and I've already gone accepted to some schools and when I came back to Indo um, I made the decision to not go back to the US might sound as a shock to people who do not know but um, I have decided not to go back to the US because this pandemic has taught me to really cherish and appreciate my family and I was actually originally planning to transfer here back to Jakarta but the university that I was applying to told me that none of my credits could be transferred because the classes that I took don't match their syllabus and I'd have to repeat from freshman year and I'd be like and I was like big no Uh uh-uh no sister I am not Uh doing that I'm not repeating freshman year right So, I'm in the middle of applying to somewhere else outside of Indo. But at least, yeah. at the very least, it's close to Indo. So, if anything yeah. ever happens, knock on wood, God forbid, to my family, um, I'd come back straight home, you know? I'd still be close to family. And yeah. I think a lot of my friends who would hear this podcast... Um, I think a lot of them would say, oh, like, the Indo word is like, sayang banget, you know? It's like, oh, yeah. um, it's not, that's yeah, a that's shame. a shame, you is know? That oh, that's a shame, weird? you're not going back to the US, yeah. why? Etc. Yeah. I don't want to think, like, it's something that, to, I don't want to think that it's something to be ashamed of, not returning back to the US, because, you know what? Here's the thing, wherever you go, if you make the best out of it, then it's going to be the best for you. It doesn't have to yeah, be exactly. specifically to that one place, you know. Maybe this is God's yeah. plan for me to not go back to the U.S. Maybe my future, yeah, my, maybe like my future for university is that I spend two years in the U.S. I've gained so many life experiences and life lessons. I've gained friends that I believe will last and stay with me until I die. But yeah, mm, my next chapter isn't there, you know. My next chapter yeah. would be somewhere else. I, I, I yeah, understand. so I think what I want to say with that statement is don't think of it as something to be ashamed of. 
if plan if things don't happen mm-hmm. your way, especially with um, kids that are listening to our podcast and are in the middle of applying for university or just about to start IB or if you're in high school or whatever, if things don't yeah. turn out your way, it's okay. You might not accept it now, yeah. but at a later time, you will realize that that didn't happen because something else that is greater for you is waiting for you. Something else that's yeah. greater I is that. waiting for you and that would that is the best for you. I think that's the one thing yeah. that I learned this year is yeah. You know what? If I end up in Japan, then I'll end up in Japan, you know? If I end up in Indonesia, then I'll yeah. end, up in, end up in Indonesia, but I want to make the most out of where I'll end up in. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That's what I really want to say, and I like, guess, with the, that statement. Yeah. I'd just like to add on for a bit, like, my own personal mm-hmm. experience about this whole mm-hmm. pandemic thing. So, like, when I moved to Australia, I didn't really have, like, a cluster of Indonesian mm-hmm. friends. Like, my Indonesian friends were, like, the friends from back home. So, like, Rara, mm-hmm. Lauren, the people that also went to Sydney from, you know, our mm-hmm. high school. Um, and that was, like, my cluster of Indo friends, like, three of yeah. them. <laughs> and, um, and Rina. Uh, I, I didn't really have... Yeah, and, and, yeah. and Rina... And, you know, just people like that. Um, but what I learned is that everything does happen for yep. a reason. And it will, ultimate, it will ultimately make you the happiest person on earth, whatever the outcome is. If you choose to it's accept like, it, though. Just go where it takes you. Yeah. yeah. And I think I, when this whole quarantine was announced, like, obviously, the end of March, I was actually due to come home. Oh! And my mom was like, come back home, finish the semester off here, and we'll see if things get better, and you can return for your last two semesters, which I've already started my, you know, my last two semesters. Um, But I was really due to come back home. My mom was literally like, pack your things, we'll get you a flight out this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, I was pretty in shock, but, um, you know, things just didn't really pan out. I didn't really end up going home. I ended up staying and I have had the best seven months in Australia than I've ever had. Damn, that's really good to hear. Um, I think that's, yeah, I think that's because the people in my house, most of them are in those. Mm-hmm. Well, I, almost all of them actually. And because of this quarantine, obviously we were stuck with each other and we cooked dinner together. We did all these things together and, you know, they're, lifelong friends now and i feel like if i had gone home i wouldn't have had experienced all of the things that yep. i've experienced with them right. and actually I w- i'm i'm just so grateful for my housemates that i actually cried a couple oh, of days really? ago because <laughs> i was really like oh my god like i was overwhelmed by the sense that this was what was meant to happen mm-hmm. to me i was meant to meet these yep. people like this was for me yep. this is my experience i was meant to meet these these people and you know i'm ju- i just thank god every day that they're like the nicest 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 people that you'll ever come across and i'm just so grateful that it was them that i was stuck with um and everything happens for a reason on the side note is that if you didn't come home we wouldn't have <gasps> made this podcast we wouldn't oh my god oh guys yeah that's one big thing yeah that's true that is so true that is so true i feel like if i had come home i would have just blanked out on (laughs) absolutely everything you know and although i didn't you know we didn't go out and we don't do things that normal friends do like before the pandemic like go and like friendships and stuff like that but we're 
closer than yes. ever. And, you know, we're doing all these things and we're experiencing this new normal with no family present, you know, and here we're all on our own here. So we became our own family because that was the only choice we had. And I'm just forever, yeah, like I said, I'm just forever grateful that it was them. If, you know, and all of them, I know you guys follow this podcast if you're listening. <laughs> I cried about y'all <laughs> two days ago. I just wanted to let you know. But um, yeah, I, I, everything does happen for a reason. I'm a strong, strong, strong believer in that. And, and I know you are too. Yeah, big on um, that. But I think life has proven to me over and over and over that everything happens for a reason. And that's why I've grown to, if I am going through hard, hardship, it's, I'm more okay with it now more than I ever have been because I know that at the end of this hardship, it's, I'm going to be really happy and I'm going to be the best person that I could be at that point. So I'm just kind of like chilling through my hardships, <laughs> chilling through my hardships. <sighs> yeah. I don't know, guys. So damn, that kind of took a that turn. That kind of took huh? a turn, but you know what? I think it's just something that you should know. But, so I think it was last week. Yeah. No, actually, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, we were recording this episode about something, and then we didn't really, we weren't really mentally prepared for it. We shed a few tears in the episode, yeah. and we decided to just mm-hmm. scrap it off, right? And then scrap I it. told Vrena yeah. that I think it's best if we just take this week off. Next week, we'll go back to recording, yeah. and then and then just record that episode, you know? And then, after we yeah. recorded the episode, we've already had it edited, we've we actually had it like ready. It was to, ready to, to go. go, right? It was ready to go, and then we decided, yeah. oh, this is not. It doesn't sit well with us, right? What we wanted. To yeah. Be. So I yeah. just told Brenna, okay, so we'll keep the episode in our archive, and we'll continue recording. We'll go back to schedule, but we're gonna record something like a different topic, and then that certain topic we can go back to another time. So the reason why we've kind of been MIA is because um, Verna has been kind of busy with school and we decided not to publish last week's episode and keep it in an archive just because we feel like it doesn't sit well with us. So if it doesn't sit well with us, then it won't very sit well with you, I guess. I hope. I don't know. Some yeah, some stuff like that. Feel... Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't. I think Verna could agree that we weren't very proud of the episode. We yeah. Were. I mean. It was, it, kinda, was, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay. Disclaimer, it wasn't like, bad, but it was just, yeah. it wasn't how we wanted to convey things. It wasn't how yeah. we wanted to convey exactly. things. And exactly. I feel like we were on the edge of a burnout for that topic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. We and I think we were pushing ourselves too hard with that we, topic. Yeah. 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 That's what I, that's yeah. what I meant. But we're back and um, we hope you guys mm. enjoyed this little ramble that Verena and I catch had. Up yes, this catch-up <laughs> session. I mean, we've. Yeah. I think ever since the podcast started, we've always been talking to each other almost every single day, whereas, like, after high school, like, we only talked, like, I don't know, once every few months. Literally wishing yeah, you on your birthday. Yeah, or, like, just replying to a story, birthday. and then like, I'd be like, how are Rachel? you? Stuff like yeah. that. But now we're talking yeah. every day. We're talking about, like, every a lot of things other than the Planning podcast. And I, yeah. and I am grateful that oh, this is what God yeah, meant for Verena and I's relationship, you know. For our friendship, this is what yeah. God has planned for us. And if it does happen that Verena can come back sometime soon and she's in Jakarta, we can always, like, you know, actually maybe start a YouTube channel. I don't know. Like, have it, like, recorded in our room for the podcast. Oh, but yeah. mm, 
<laughs> but yeah, um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, but we definitely do have big, big things, things big things. Film. Yes, I don't know, but I feel pretty good about 2020, despite everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, and I th- I feel like we're super lucky to even be able to say that. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're you know we're 100 percent grateful for everything that 2020 has given us, despite circumstances but yeah we're 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 the lucky ones um and because i i know not a lot of people can say great things about 2020 but we have been able to so far um so we're super grateful for that and um yeah we hope you enjoyed this episode um i would just love to we would just love to convey to anybody who's listening up until this point that we are very very grateful to people who actually listen to us and listen to us from start to yes. end and support Shout us in any you. sort of support that you give us and you know I don't know it's just without your guys's excitement we wouldn't even be here in the first place so we're just super excited and we aim to stay as authentic as possible yes, as original ma'am. as possible and as um as transparent as we can be to you guys our beloved listeners and yeah that's all for today's episode would you like to add yeah for those of you who are still experiencing a pretty crappy 2020 rena and i genuinely hope Mm -hmm. that everything will get better for you this is not just out of formality but we actually genuinely hope that everything will get better for you and that you can say that there are things that i can be grateful for in 2020 or i'm happy i'm happy this happened in 2020 we genuinely hope for that. Yeah. And um, we'll be praying for you, whoever you are, whoever needs it, you know. And feel free to actually reach out to Rena and I on our Instagram DM. Or yeah. if you don't want to, like, DM us on our heart-to-heart Instagram, you can always, like, individually DM Rena or I. And we're, we're, we will yeah. always welcome you with open arms because that's the whole reason why we started this podcast in the first place. We want to yeah. be. We want to actually create a platform that can give people a sense safe. of safeness. You know, that relatability, yeah. and it's not just for you to listen to us, but we want also want to listen to you. So it's sort of like yeah. a giving back from us. You know. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And we will be back with more content soon. And we will, yeah, we'll see you on our socials as well. Because, you know, Rachel and I, we definitely want to do more interactive stuff um, on our socials from now on. So, yes. Bye. See you later, guys. See Bye. Ya.